Story twenty six of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Jimmy and the Black Cow. Lulu Wibblewobble felt quite proud of having seen the golden fairy in the cornmeal box. In fact, she was the only one of her family who saw a fairy forever and ever so long after that, because the fairies happened to go away from that part of the country. Of course, Lulu wondered how the tiny creature got in the meal box, and she wondered if she might tell Alice and Jimmy about having seen her, but she decided she had better not. Now it was about a week after Lulu had taken Grandfather Goosey Gander the hot tea and the cold potatoes that something happened to Jimmy Wibblewobble. It was one afternoon when he was on his way home from school, and he was all alone, for he had been kept in for missing his spelling lesson, and all the other children had gone on. You see, he couldn't spell vinegar. Of course, that's an easy word, I know. But Jimmy didn't like sour things, and I suppose that's why he missed vinegar. He put the X and the K of the word in the wrong places. Anyway, he was kept in, and he had to write ketchup on his paper fifty times. Well, after he was let out, Jimmy started off through the woods and over the fields. Pretty soon, right after he was passing along a deep, dark, dingly dell, which is a sort of little valley, with flowers and ferns growing in it, he heard a bell ring. Ding-dong! 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 went the bell. At first Jimmy thought he was near a church, but just then the bell rang differently. This time it went, Tinkle-tankle! Tinkle-tankle! Tinkle-tank! Just like that. Why, exclaimed Jimmy, I wonder what that can be. Then he went on a little further, and he came out of the deep, dark dingle dell, and he heard the bell more plainly still. This time it rang very rapidly, and right after it Jimmy heard a loud voice calling, Moo! 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 Help me, will you? Will you? Why, cried Jimmy, that's a cow. Then in another moment he came from behind a big tree, and what should he see but a big black cow standing in a swamp? The cow was shaking her head and shaking her horns at the same time and ringing the bell, which was fastened round her neck by a strap, and she was mooing as hard as she could moo. "'Why, what's the matter?' asked Jimmy, wobbling up quite close to her. "'Whatever is the matter?' "'Lots, lots is the matter,' answered the cow. "'But aren't you afraid of me, little boy duck, afraid of me and my sharp horns?' why no answered jimmy after he had thought it over for a minute or two i don't believe i am afraid of you why should i be afraid no reason at all none in the world replied the cow but since i'm in trouble so many creatures seem to be afraid of me i saw a frog hopping past and asked him to help me but i guess he was afraid i'd step on him so he wouldn't come near but hopped off as far as he could that must have been bully, said Jimmy. He's afraid of lots of things, but maybe he was in a hurry, he added, for he did not want to say that bully was afraid if the frog wasn't frightened, you know. Well, agreed the cow, maybe he was. Then a rabbit boy hopped past, and I asked him to help me, but he was afraid too. That must have been Sammy Littletail, said Jimmy, but I don't believe he was afraid. Sammy is very brave. Maybe he was in a hurry. Well, admitted the cow, maybe he was. But then two little squirrel boys came along, and I asked them to help me, 
but they ran away frisking their tails. I guess they were afraid. No, answered Jimmy, they weren't afraid. They were Billy and Johnny Bushytail, and the reason they ran was to get someone to help you, for they are very kind. Maybe Bully and Sammy will bring someone to help you also. But what seems to be the matter? My foot is caught under a stone, said the cow, and she blinked her big brown eyes as fast as she could. In fact, they opened and shut so rapidly that big tears came from them and splashed down her nose. Oh, I am so sorry, said Jimmy. Your foot caught under a stone. Wait a minute. Hold on, exclaimed the cow. That is not the worst of it. You have not heard all. My foot is under a stone, and the stone is under water, so I can't see to get my foot out. That's why I feel so badly about it. You can see for yourself, Johnny. My name is Jimmy, said the little boy duck quickly. Well, Jimmy, then, went on the cow, you can see for yourself how it is, or rather you can't see, for the water's in the way. And then Jimmy noticed that one of the cow's hoofs was down in a puddle of water, and no matter how hard she pulled, she couldn't get loose from that stone. No, sir, any more than you can tie a string to one of your teeth and get the tooth loose. That is, not counting a tooth that needs pulling, of course. Well, remarked Jimmy, after he had looked very carefully at the puddle where the cow's foot was, it's too bad. It certainly is, agreed the cow. You see, if the stone wasn't under water, I could see to loosen it with my horn. But as it is, I can't, and I've tried several times. And she tried once more, just to show she was telling the truth. I've been here some time, the cow went on, and no one seems able to help me. And she mooed some more, and the bell tinkled some more, and more of her tears fell splish-splash in the puddle of water, making it bigger than ever. I will help you, said Jimmy suddenly. I'm a duck, and I know all about water. So he jumped right in that puddle, and he commenced to splash with his wings and his yellow feet, and my goodness gracious sakes alive if in about two quacks he didn't have all the water splashed out of that hole where the poor cow's foot was fast then the cow could see to loosen the stone with her horn and she could walk home and because jimmy was so kind she gave him a pail of milk to take to the duck pen for alice and lulu now tomorrow night the story will be about alice and the puppy dogs providing the automobile does not turn upside down and spill me out. End of story 26